Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey there, welcome back. We have waiver wire ads and prospects up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, July 24th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's take a look at waiver wire pitchers. First up, Braxton Garrett really likes facing the Pirates because he has 18 strikeouts, just four hits over his last two starts, which have both come <laughs> against those Pirates. He's 37% rostered. Reed Detmers makes it three strong starts in a row since returning to the Angels rotation using this harder slider that he's throwing. He's 41% rostered. And then Brady Singer posted a career-high 12 strikeouts against Tampa Bay this weekend. He went six innings, one run, and of course those 12 strikeouts. He's 34% rostered. Scott, how do you rank these three? Garrett, Detmers, Singer. Well, I'm going to rate Detmers number one. I think he has the the most impressive profile, the the highest ceiling. I mean, what he's done in the minors, uh, basically the whole time we've seen him there, because he's the most recent draft pick of these guys too, has been very impressive. And and yeah, he seems like he fixed that slider. He's throwing it harder now, and he looks like a completely changed pitcher since that brief stay in the minors. Uh, the one downside with him, or I guess the biggest downside for Reed Detmers, is that he pitches for a team that likes to go at the six-man rotation. So in shallower leagues, the only time you might think to use it is in a two-start week, and he may not get many of those. So that's the downside for him. But Braxton Garrett, you know, I'm skeptical, obviously, against the Pirates. How seriously can you take these two starts? Um, the swinging strikes, the strikeouts have been great in both of them. And it's made his season numbers look really impressive. As well, I, I think, you know, especially that one start where he had 23 swinging strikes, the first of the two against the Pirates has kind of in, inflated those numbers. But uh, Braxton Garrett is a former high draft pick. He's throwing every pitch more than a mile per hour harder than last year. There may be something to see here. Pretty good ground ball rate, all of that. And then Singer, like I'm not totally opposed to picking up Singer. Um, I think he probably has the least strikeout potential of the three, even though he did have 12 on Saturday. I think that's kind of an aberration for him. Uh, the XFIP 330, that's the, I believe that's the best of any of them. So that's that's interesting for him. Uh, but I, I would say he's definitely behind the other two. All right, let's take a look at some waiver wire hitters. Hunter Renfro hit a home run in each game this weekend, three straight, and he is now up to 16 home runs in 62 games. He's 66% rostered. Scott, is he a must-add where available? I mean, I guess that's just three outfielder leagues. Do you think Renfro needs to be rostered in those? I mean, must-add is a little strong. I, he's a hot hand play right now for sure. I like the Brewers matchups for this upcoming week, so I have him. I think he's my top sleeper hitter for this upcoming week. Uh, so anywhere you need an outfielder, absolutely pick him up. I mean, he was, uh, I, I believe he was top 25 in, in all the regular formats last year and is performing, you know, the ratio stats look very similar this year. Obviously, the totals are behind because of the time he missed, but he's been so hot since coming back that he's, he's helped redeem those ratios quite a bit. 
And um, yeah, I would say, you know, maybe in some three outfielder leagues, it's your outfield's too strong to add him, but a lot of people are going to have a need for another outfielder like him. Jose Miranda went three for four on Sunday, Scott, and very quietly, his last 45 games since May 20th, he's batting 324, seven homers, 31 RBI. He's 42% rostered. We talk a lot about how weak third base is. Would you be willing to drop names like Max Muncy or Josh Donaldson to add Jose Miranda? I would, but it's it's closer than you might think. I, I think if, if either of those guys Guys gets going, Donaldson or Muncie, um, they're going to be better than than what Miranda's providing. But of course, you know, this deep into the season, can you hold out hope for that? You probably just need to take the production wherever you can get it. Uh, at some point, Miguel Sano is supposed to be back for the Twins, and that could affect Miranda's playing time. Uh, I, I, we have seen small signs of life from Donaldson recently, but I, I would say, yeah, Miranda's the preferred of the three to roster right now. Scott, talk to me about these prospect call-ups from the weekend. Nick Prado with the Royals was called up. He's been playing first base. They threw Vinny Pasquantino at DH. And so far in the minors this season, he was hitting 240. He had 17 homers, 8 steals. And he is just 15% rostered, widely available. And Marlins outfielder J.J. Blade was called up on Saturday. He made his first start on Sunday. He went 2-4 for four with a steal. And a run scored. Very high OBP in the minors. Batting average, not so much. Does have some pop. Uh, and he is also widely available. Just 14% rostered. What do you think about Prado and Blade? I'm more interested in Prado. I think there's a higher ceiling there. The strikeout rate was out of control at AAA. But he's he was much better in his final 22 games there. 301 batting average, 6 home runs, 3 steals, 20 walks in those 22 games. So the on-base percentage was like 440. And... Uh, so I have more interest in Prado. Could could maybe steal some bases, which is rare for a first baseman. Blade, though, I mean, his numbers more recently were better too. Final 33 games for him, 269 batting average, 379 OBP, 942 OPS. Some power speed there as well. Uh, really tough place for to hit. And, you know, if you struggle to hit for average in the minors, how's that going to go in the majors? But I think in deeper Roto Leagues, you could take a flyer on Blade Day. Yeah, we know there's a lot of deep leagues with five outfielders. So I picked him yep. up in a few of my 15-team leagues, and I think that makes a lot of sense. Just let's take a shot, see what happens. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.